Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, March 5th, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Mike Bloomberg drops out of the presidential campaign. Chief Justice of the Supreme Court scolds Senator Schumer. Healthcare stocks surge after Bernie Sanders' Super Tuesday debacle. Italy shuts its universities and schools to stop the coronavirus. Kim Kardashian makes another visit to the White House to discuss criminal justice. Also ahead, listeners sound off on Super Tuesday. But first, Mike Bloomberg ending his run for the White House after his poor performance on Tuesday. The New York billionaire spent upwards of $500 million of his own money, winning a total of 44 delegates in a handful of places. That's more than $11 million bucks per delegate. Bloomberg has now endorsed Joe Biden. Chief Justice John Roberts, very angry, publicly rebuking Senator Chuck Schumer after Schumer said Supreme Court judges should, quote, pay the price for their awful decisions. Roberts calling the comments inappropriate and dangerous, adding the court will continue to do its job without fear or favor. The controversy is over abortion rulings. Healthcare stocks surging following Bernie Sanders' Super Tuesday hammering. Some companies jumping more than 10% after the senator's lackluster vote tally. In Texas and Massachusetts, analysts predict Bernie's Medicare for All plan would eliminate 5 million jobs in those states and others from the healthcare sector alone. Schools and universities across Italy closing their doors to students for the next two weeks due to the coronavirus. Countries the site of the worst outbreak in Europe, 11 towns under total quarantine, residents prohibited from leaving. There are 2,500 confirmed cases of coronavirus in Italy. 79 people have died there. Kim Kardashian visiting the White House to talk criminal justice with the president. A celebrity calling for the release of more prisoners incarcerated for, quote, low-level drug crimes and nonviolent offenses. Good publicity for her and for President Trump. Just saying. In a moment, the real story. Joe Biden is surging ahead of Bernie Sanders. It doesn't really have to do with the vote so much. It has to do with those dreaded corporations. Right back. Do you have trouble falling asleep or staying asleep? When it's time to go to bed, are racing thoughts keeping you awake? That happens to me. If so, it's time for you to try Ebb. Ebb is the first and only wearable drug-free solution that targets the root cause of sleeplessness, those thoughts. Ebb applies precise and continuous cooling to the forehead, calming your mind. Ebb is clinically validated, and four out of five users report falling asleep faster and improving overall sleep quality. If you tried everything from pills to pillows with little success, it's time for you to try Ebb. Get the sleep you need so you have more energy to do the things you love. Right now, my listeners can try Ebb risk-free 60 nights. You even get free shipping. Call 877-777-8906 or go to tryeb.com. That's 877-777-8906 or go to tryeb.com, T-R-Y-E-B-B.com for free shipping and a risk-free 60 nights. 
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Bernie Sanders versus the media corporations. Old Bernie is really up against it. Now, after the Super Tuesday vote, which went Joe Biden's way, generally speaking, Bernie Sanders carrying his home state of Vermont, Colorado, Utah, and California, but Biden sweeping all the other states, and many pundits were surprised. It wasn't anything Joe Biden actually did that helped him garner the vote. It was the point of view of the media corporations. Now, let me explain. You know that Bernie Sanders has demonized corporate America. He feels that big companies are evil, don't pay their fair share, are exploiting the workers, and on and on and on and on. Well, 90% of the national news flow in America is controlled by corporations. Disney owns ABC News, Viacom, CBS News, Comcast, NBC News, AT&T, CNN, the Associated Press run by the Hearst Corporation, Washington Post, Amazon's Jeff Bezos owns that. Wall Street Journal, Fox News are owned by News Corporation. All of those corporations do not like Bernie Sanders for a very simple reason. The people who run them often get paid in stock. Their fortunes are built on paper, and they can sell the stock when they want, but if the stock price keeps going up, so does their wealth. If Bernie Sanders is ever elected president, the stock market will tank. You saw what the coronavirus has done to the market. That's a pinprick to what Bernie Sanders would do. So all of the corporate moguls would lose a bloody fortune should Bernie Sanders get elected. Therefore, they make it clear to their lieutenants, and this is called top-down strategies, that Bernie Sanders can't win. Who's the alternative? Joe Biden. Let me give you a very specific example. MSNBC is the most liberal television news agency in history. No one has ever come close to promoting left-wing causes like MSNBC does every day, all day. Yet, MSNBC has not gotten behind Bernie Sanders. It doesn't make any sense. Sanders is by far the most liberal candidate. Yet, the NBC people do not boost him. They are in the Biden camp. That is because they know, those people on television, that their bosses don't want Bernie Sanders. Therefore, Sanders is not only running now against Joe Biden, he's running against corporate America, which controls 90% of the news flow. So it will be almost impossible for old Bernie to win. His supporters are not going to be happy when the Democratic convention rolls around in July to see Joe Biden on stage. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually writing it. For more news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com, where you will get the real story. In a moment, something you might not know. 
You've heard me talk about urchins, you know, the kids. They're obsessed with the machines I rail about. Those cell phones and computers they stare at into day and night, frittering their youth away. But there are times those machines can be quite valuable. If you are 75 or older and you own a life insurance policy worth $100,000 or more, We Buy 75 will appraise it free and help you convert it to cash. But you must pick up your cell phone and call 844-WE-BUY-75 or visit webuy75oneword.com. That's webuy75.com. Imagine never having to pay a life insurance premium again. There's no better feeling than having the cash you need for all your necessities. You've seen We Buy 75 on TV, heard them on the radio. So use those machines to get a free appraisal of your policy by calling 844-WE-BUY-75 or visiting webuy75.com. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. A survey last year showed 68% of U.S. households own a pet. And while all kinds of animals are involved, there's no denying Americans are dog people. More than 60 million U.S. households own at least one canine. Compare that to 47 million that have cats and 13% that have fish. There are more than 300 dog breeds in the USA. But which are the smartest? Interesting question. Let's start with the Border Collie. They are the fastest learners of all the breeds, picking up new commands in five seconds or less. One famous Collie even memorized the unique names of a thousand individual toys. Next, poodles don't let the silly haircuts fool you. These dogs are incredible hunters. They were originally bred in Germany to grab geese out of the water. The third smartest breed is number one with American families, the Golden Retriever. As the name implies, Goldies are great at fetch. Their gentle bite is ideal for carrying ducks without damaging the meat. They can even hold an egg in their mouth without cracking the shell. I can't even do that. Some dogs are so smart, they're given pretty unique jobs. Doberman pinchers were originally bred to protect tax collectors from angry people. Labradors are experts in detecting narcotics and also certain kinds of cancers within the body. Springer spaniels help hunters find truffles. Some of the brightest canines take their smarts to Hollywood for big paydays. The first Lassie, for example, made $200,000 a year. That was way back in the 50s. Terry the Terrier, better known as Toto in The Wizard of Oz, made $125 a week just for following Dorothy down the yellow brick road. Eddie from Frasier earned $10,000 an episode. Way to go, Eddie. And here's something else you might not know. Every year, the top animal actors are honored with their own award ceremony. We'll be back with more of the O'Reilly Update in a moment. There are thousands of abandoned animals in the USA that need our help. I am partnering with Delta Rescue, the largest no-kill, care-for-life animal sanctuary in the world. 
founded by actor Leo Grillo, who left Hollywood to devote his life to saving abandoned animals. Delta Animal Sanctuary is a one-of-a-kind rescue unit. They are staffed by trained attendants who look after each animal, providing them water, treats, toys, and affection. Support Delta Rescue and put your legacy to work. Each life-saving gift helps Delta fulfill their mandate to rescue and care for animals. Request a free estate planning package at deltarescue.org forward slash bill. For a limited time, please watch The Rescuer for free only at deltarescue.org forward slash bill. The Rescuer is an award-winning documentary about Grillo's two-year rescue of a family of 21 dogs abandoned in the wilderness. DeltaRescue.org forward slash Bill. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.